Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Live Exchange, where we exchange compelling dialogue around love, politics, and intellect every Thursday from 11 to 1. I'm Dr. Pamela, and today we are going to discuss the power of self-promotion. Some people do it really well, and the rest of us, like myself, not so much. (laughs) But self-promotion, like many other essential skills, can make or break your potential for success, no matter how great you are at what you do. This is why we see mediocre professionals in the spotlight, um, while homegirl down the street has the best dang cocoa butter lotion ever put in a bottle, but nobody knows about it. Um, There is, of course, a fine line between being annoying and being appealing, but there is strategy for walking that line, and this is precisely what will be uncovering today. Joining me are experts in the world of branding, marketing, and self-promotion, Ms. Tarshish Jordan, president and founder of Red Door Consulting, and Mr. Glenn Murray, president of 220 Communications Incorporated. I cannot wait to hear from these experts because Lord knows I've been, this has been an area of struggle for me. (laughs) I know, I know if I need it, there are others out there who need it too. So if you are trying to figure out how to shamelessly put yourself out there more, this is definitely the show for you. As always, we've got trending topics to discuss, research to dish, and of course, my weekly balance challenge. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on the live exchange. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. There's a power you have within you unlike any other. You can't explain it. It's just, just there. there. It drives you, compels you. You cannot ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch, move, skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. RocketSports-One.com. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. 
My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. So... I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the (laughs) ShelterPetProject.org. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and today I have two guests here, and um, and I'll let them tell you all about who they are. I will say, though, that one of them, because I know he may not want to brag about himself, but uh, he's uh, one of the who's who in Atlanta. <laughs> so that's worthy of, you know, he might have left that little bit of information out. So, um, well, since I'm talking about him, I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself first. This is um, Glenn Murray, and he is um, president of 220 Communications. Okay. First, thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. No problem. As you said, I am Glenn Murray, the uh, founder of 220 Communications. It's It's a little bitty company that I founded in Chicago about seven or eight years ago. So we have a couple of different divisions, uh, publishing. um, Then we have what I call our fun division, which we do an event called Wine Crawl. Um, Chicago, Napa, Mm -hmm. hopefully Italy next year as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Aside (laughs) from that, we have another um, speakers forum we do called E3. Uh, educate, enlighten, and energize, which is like Ooh. 10 minutes of speaking and then a reception afterwards. So it's I really interesting. It. So yeah. those are among the things that I do. Those are the main ones. So wow. just really happy to be on the show, like I said. And, you know, this show is, I saw all the important topics, as I was telling you earlier, <laughs> like human trafficking and things like that. And you call me. I was like, are you sure you want me on the yes. show to talk about self-promotion? <laughs> I don't know yes. that I have the uh, levity yeah. to be on the show, but thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Mm. We'll talk about the connection between those important topics and what we're talking about today. Oh, and this is Tarshish Jordan. And I feel like a veteran to the show. This is my <laughs> yes, third time here. This is her yay, third time. Yay, yes, yay, yes. Yay. She's our resident expert yay. in well. branding stuff. <laughs> She's going to talk more than me. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me just say this. So first, like Glenn, thank you for allowing me to come back on the show. This is like a fresh start for me. Yes. I, I've been working the business for three years, but I kind of had to get into a zone to yes. do some different things. And now you're giving me that kind of rebirth that I wanted uh, or, or fitting in with it. So, so, so thanks for allowing me. <laughs> and then for, for Glenn, uh, he is modest. He's been modest. <laughs> I met with him prior to coming on the show. He's uh, dynamic extremely yeah. oh, dynamic you. yeah um modesty is a strong point of his not a strong point of mine <laughs> 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 and, and I, th- I guess I'll, and i'll say that's why pamela asked me to come onto this show yeah. you know and, and i'll tell you guys there isn't there's an art to promoting yourself without coming across um or or, or i say abrasively offending people you're not going to be able to please everyone all the time exactly Mm -hmm. but if you say the right things to the right people at the right time 
there's there is a good way to do it, and there's Absolutely. a reason for doing it. So, again, Tarshis Jordan, hey, I am the uh, hi <laughs> <laughs> president and founder of Red Door Consulting. Um, I am a certified professional development trainer and certified image consultant, um, and I truly believe that self promotion is one of the keys to advancing whether it's your career or differentiating your products and services from your competitors in order to be successful. So Right. Yep. And and one of the things that, you know, I know this sounds like it's a, a business-specific skill, mm-hmm. um, a business-specific topic, but I also think that there is, this is a life skill as well. Um, I think that, you know, in no matter what, whether, heck, we can be dating. We need mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. how to promote ourselves in the dating scene without being annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially during yeah. dating. Fine line, yep, yes. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Fine line between being annoying and, and being appealing. And so, mm-hmm. um, so for those of you, you know, who are able to translate this information into other areas of your life, you're going to benefit, you know, from this mm-hmm. show as well. I think that a... Um, a foundational um, skill to self-promotion is, is knowing yourself and yeah. having a strong sense yeah. of self. And Tarshis is going to talk about a, that a little bit yeah. um, as she gets into a disc assessment that she gave both of us. Yeah. So it may sound very businessy, this topic, but I want you to understand that this topic crosses over into area every area of your life. And mm-hmm. so be willing to take that and, and use it as, as, it's, as it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm curious to know, um, you know, if you if you wouldn't mind telling me how you got into the work that you currently do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. First. <laughs> so I, um, uh, I'll tell you just a quick history story. I worked for someone else for 26 years, mm-hmm. and of course during that in, that time, um, you know, um, I learned a lot. I used that time to develop myself. I used that time to. Um, um, learn techniques, educate myself, and learn techniques for Mm -hmm. self-promotion. But after 26 years, um, actually, actually, for a while there, I I ran them both parallel parallel to each other. But um, I always knew I had a passion for training. I had a skill and a knack for it. I love helping and motivating helping and motivating people. That's Mm -hmm. truly a passion. And then image consulting is a true passion of mine. Um, One of the things I like to tell people is, and I'll say this, so so I got to a point in my career where I could take all those skills and all that information, the education that I learned over those 26 years of working for someone else, and then pour that, well, let me say this, pour that into my business, but also kind of couple it and marry it with my business. Nothing was lost. Nothing that I did before was lost. I can tell you now that all of the business skills that I acquired over that 26-year career now help me to be a better business owner, a better trainer. Mm-hmm. I, I like to call this my more creative side. All right. of that built into it. So I just, the, the short answer is it's always been a passion of mine to run my own business. I've always been passionate about helping people and the benefits of image consulting and um, self-promotion mm-hmm. and kind of just kind of made my way to that and, so and, 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 and pulled it all together. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, it's really being able to pull together all of your strengths and your experience and funneling it into mm-hmm. a career that makes sense for you. Exactly. Yeah. And knowing the right time to do it. And yeah, I said, in, in that career, in that, I'm going to say that 26 year career, 
I spent time really taking the time to get myself prepared mm -hmm. for making that transition from being an employee to being a business owner. Um, like I said, in a nutshell, it was always in me. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it was always there. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to hear a Glenn story as soon as we finish up with um, trending topics. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. Hey, so, so much trending in the news. Um, as always, I, I say that every week, like as if there's a week where there's not going to be... <laughs> anything happening in the news um but it's interesting because um you know the president did a talk um he's been consistent about um well he hasn't been consistent because he started off saying you know when um the the, the rally happened in charlottesville he first said you know oh, it was all sides it was all sides and then the next day i guess after much pressure i think it took two days um the next thing was oh you know it's terrible what they did it was terrible and then he kind of went back to well you know why are we holding on to these monuments or why are we um knocking these monuments anyway it's it's you know it's it's history and what about george washington we're gonna get rid of that too so he he's kind of been all over the place but that's not anything different than what he's always well, just saying, I, I think he's paying the cost to the people that help him get into office yes that's the bottom line yeah um and my next statement, gosh, don't think that I'm an advocate for him because I am not. Um, I'm really disappointed in the way he has conducted himself since he's been in office. But I'll tell you that um, I don't think that he is as terrible, as bad as he is portraying himself. I think that most of the time when we see him in the media, he is paying that ticket price. He's, he he's had he a had puppet. a promise to pay. Yeah. A prom they told him, you know, we'll get you in office. And you have you to do this. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's a good person. Is that so, well, you know? But. And I think that that what it speaks to is is the backbone. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That, that exactly. And, exactly. You know whether or not he really can stand for himself and what he believes in, or if he just kind of stands for what everybody says and the way the wind blows. You know? Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go the way the wind blows for yeah. a while. Yeah. And, and I got some really good friends who are probably listen to this show that are Republican, mm -hmm. and I love them still. Yeah. Um, and you know we disagree on a lot of things. I understand why they voted for him mm -hmm. but at some point what you vote for and what you stand for mm -hmm. you know there there has to be some separation and right. you have mm -hmm. to understand that so at some point the party has to get to a point where they say okay really yeah this and is that's enough. what's happening i'm seeing uh, you know a republican that i absolutely admire is um anna, anna oh gosh and she's on cnn and she's anna navarro anna navarro mm -hmm. i mean and she's really i mean speaking her mind about she's she's not so much focused on the candidate and the party she's more focused on just what's right what's exactly. right what's wrong yep. at the end of the day we need to focus on humanity mm -hmm. and um, and I think that that rises above what our political party is and what candidate we wanted and in all of that so mm -hmm. I've heard the term I love this term country before party you mm -hmm. know, if you really care about this country, right. you want to make the country better, yeah. then what you see happening as a result of his candidacy, mm -hmm. candidacy it ha couldn't, cannot make you feel good. Right. You know, you, you cannot feel happy and good about what's happening. What's happening. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely not been pretty. Not. No, not, <laughs> no, absolutely well, not. Well, there were other trending topics, but you know what? <laughs> we'll cover those in the second hour. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. <laughs> There's a power you have within you unlike any other. You can't explain it. It's just, just there. It drives you, compels you. You can not ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch. Move. 
skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. RocketSports-One.com. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. Um, I'm Dr. Pamela, and I'm here joining me, Tarshish Jordan of Red Door Consulting. I'm loving this music, and gla- I can't help it. I have to acknowledge the music when it's like good. It I, like it. I like it. You take a request. Can I hear a little tribe call? Yeah, okay. Voice, so. <laughs> I love that. it. Well, Anthony Hamilton on it. Right. Please. This is just sweet. And uh, we have Glenn Murray here um, of um, 220 Communications. So I was asking how you both got into what you're doing. And so, Glenn, if you it's would my mind turn. sharing. Yes. Okay. I, um, a long, long time ago, um, I worked in corporate America. I worked for GE, which is like one of the best companies you can work for to learn how to run your own business. Um, The one thing about GE, and I was early 20, so it was a long time ago. Um, You get there and they say, you're here, sink or swim. You're expected Mm -hmm. to perform. This is a group of performers, and you need to jump in and perform. Run it like it's your own business, like you have a well-funded startup, basically, is what one of my GMs said one time. Oh, that's interesting. Um, But it teaches you. It teaches you survival. And Mm -hmm. in corporate America, you really need to learn that sometimes. And at GE, it's it's as cutthroat as it can get. I Mm -hmm. mean, there are people that will step over their mothers to make profit for GE. Wow. Sounds like journalism. Yeah, as a a (laughs) wide-eyed 22, 23-year-old kid, it was a different world for me. Um, Luckily, I had some good mentors. Um, A couple of my bosses really just kind of taught me about the culture and, you know, performing and what to do. So Mm -hmm. took all of that with me. Um, Flash 
fast forward, sorry, I can't talk, fast forward <laughs> to about four or five years later, um, I'd moved to Chicago. My parents were in Champaign, which is a couple hours out of Chicago. They had an art business. Okay. Um, my stepfather was uh, an artist. He painted and he sculpted, and my mom helped support the business, uh, and they would also import art from Africa. Wow. So they would do small shows, and I was living in Chicago, and I'm like, hey, we should do a show together. Come up to Chicago, and I'll invite some people off of AOL. Which AOL. Is like, yeah, early social media. <laughs> now I'm showing my age. You just but that let was me like, know we're in the same age group. Yes. Yeah, I guess we all are. Okay, I guess it's okay. Man. For those of you that don't know, AOL used to be the only thing around yes. for email yes. way back when. So I took, I looked on AOL, and this was truly doing social media before it had a name because I looked at people and looked at their interests and if their interests were art I was like hey I'm having a show on Saturday October 17th mm-hmm. you should come check it out it's African art it's it's original paintings you know come check it out and that's literally how we started to promote their business wow. mm-hmm. um, from that I had a lot of artists from Chicago who were like hey I want to you know figure out how to sell my work or, or do something like that so I literally started an art business like an online art business selling art wow. and I thought that's all I ever wanted to do it was really cool you know you get to meet artists you get a lot of free stuff yeah that was always cool I still got some really good paintings from that but um a friend of mine wrote a book and she was like hey I've been coming to your art shows can you help me promote my book hmm. and I'm like I don't know anything about promoting books I just know how to do art, so we'll just yeah. put it all together. We'll do a show and put it together and call it Authors and Artists. And it does go oh, together. Nice. Yeah. 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 I love that. So we did that for like four years in Chicago, wow. and we drew people like Omar Tyree came in what? and was one of my guest speakers one time. Wow. Uh, Janice Kearney, if you don't know her, she actually worked in the Clinton White House. She was Bill Clinton's personal diarist. She has huh. a great book mm. called uh, William Jefferson Clinton from Hope to Harlem. But wow. she was one of the guest speakers, great lady. Um, and they all came to the show after four years of doing that, so it was really cool. Yeah, so then I had all these authors that I was I was promoting, but I didn't really know kind of what to do with them. Yeah. Because when you're on the outside promoting, you're looking at stuff and you're promoting things that maybe you wouldn't even read mm-hmm. yourself. So right. I'm like, how do I sell this stuff if I can't read? And I would read books. Authors would come to me and say, hey, promote my book. And they'd have like errors in there. They were like <laughs> historical. Ouch. One lady had like uh, a historical error that basically said oh. a famous person committed a crime. And I'm oh. like, you know, that's slander. You can get sued for Ooh, that. That's major. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, I can't do this. I need to own the process. I need to understand how to Absolutely. own the process. So around that time, it was about six, seven, it was seven years ago. And um, print on demand had just really started coming to the forefront for right. publishing. So I had one person who was going to write a book, a good friend of mine. She's a relationship expert. And she was like, hey, I need some help promoting my business. And I'm like, you should write a book. Mm-hmm. And her name's Johnny Brown. That was the first book we published wow. um, seven years ago okay. this year. Yeah. So wow. that's how the publishing company started. Nice. Um, three years after that, I'm in Napa, and I see these limo tours around Napa. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had been back in Chicago doing fundraising with wine. So we were doing an event called Wine for a Cause for okay. several years. I had been doing that just because I liked wine. <laughs> Um, so I'm in Napa and I see the limo tours and I'm like, wow, I got a lot of people now to come to those shows. I should like flip this and do like a wine tour around Chicago because there's tons of great restaurants. That's the one good thing about Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an eating and drinking city. Yes, and shopping. It's yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. Shopping. Too. I guess that is true. For yes. Shopping. For those of you that like shopping. Yes. There's a lot of that. But uh, amazing restaurants, amazing wine bars. So I'm like, we're going to do a wine crawl. We're going to do an upscale beer crawl. Not your daddy's beer crawl. Okay. We're going to do something different. We're going to do a luxury coach. We're going to go to three or four different places, and we're going to do wine tastings. I love it. 
and that's how I got started four years ago. Very so that great. that's how that business came about. Oh, so, yeah, okay. so that's really how it started. Uh, but Tarsha's phrase is a good point. Everything that I do now is what I learned in corporate America. So I've worked mm-hmm. for Discover. I've worked for GE. Uh, I worked for Leo Burnett for a year in Chicago, big advertising agency there. Wow. Um, I've spent about a year and a half at Sears. So everywhere I've gone, I've been able to take something and apply it to my business. Right. Uh, something as simple as best practice calls, mm-hmm. where you do that all the time in corporate America. So with our authors, we'll do best practice calls where I'll have an author who may be selling well or maybe better at pitching their book or something like that and mm-hmm. we'll pull everybody onto a call so that everybody can learn. Wow. And it's all about learning. It's That's not a competition. Really it's about growing. Yeah. And we grow together Absolutely. a lot faster than you will yeah. singularly. So yeah. That's what we do. That's great. Now, yeah. I, what is print on demand? Oh, oh, good question. Print on demand means that back in the old days when you were an author you would have to print up thousands of copies of your book. Uh, yeah. So if you were an unknown author, if you were self-published or just an indie author. Financing your yeah, own book. Yeah, you were financing that publishing cost. So yeah. you're talking spending four or $5,000 up front, which people just don't have. Right. So with print-on-demand, it allows you to print literally what you need for your books. Wow. So our yeah. whole operation is based on print-on-demand. So we so never require anybody to sell, to buy hundreds of books up front or anything like that. Yeah. And that's what happens. So they literally, you know, the buyers can go to barnesandnoble.com and order order book. It gets printed. It gets sent to them. So Mm -hmm. there's no need to have a stock of books. It has created a boom in the publishing industry. Yeah, it revolutionized publishing. Yes, it has. And it's actually shut down a few major Mm -hmm. publishing houses as a result. they don't have to go there. I'm planting a seed. One day I'm going to be your client. Well, you got to pick. No, I'm not can I work with both we of both you? We both have publishing companies. No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how I can work with both of you. Next segment. For this, yes. business, this book I'm going to birth one Look day. To okay, we'll be right back. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying, Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder, why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would? But I determined that I had to have Christ first, and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to, to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he guide us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. If you're looking for that ratchet. You all kind of 
You're in the wrong place. It's the nation's urban internet station, Sensation Station Network. All right, so the science is actually really based on what we're talking about today's show. Today's show, we're talking about self-promotion, and um, and uh, with the science of, um, we're looking at self-promotion, the science, some of the science behind that, um, what happens when we promote ourselves, or when we're not ready to promote ourselves, is um, we compare ourselves to others, and we do this a lot on social media. Um, we do it from a business standpoint, from a personal standpoint. We say, well, you know, God, she's just so happily married, and my life sucks, you know, <laughs> And they and we just compare our lives. It's it's more of a phenomenon today than it was, I think, in any other generation because now we have access to so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny though that this theory, self comparison theory, was actually developed in 1954. But the way that it's applicable today is kind of mind blowing to me. It was um, developed by Festinger in 1954. And basically, what we learn about our own abilities and attitudes um, by comparing ourselves with other people. Well, it's about what we learn about our attitudes and our abilities by comparing ourselves with other people and their opinions of us. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, we seek to compare ourselves with someone against whom we believe we should have reasonable similarity. So, well, she's not prettier than me how come she has a mm-hmm. nice you know or <laughs> mm-hmm. you know well he seems to be you know from my background how come he doesn't I don't have the income that he has you know um, and, and so although in the absence absence of um, so, you know such a benchmark if we don't have somebody to kind of compare ourselves to we'll use anybody we'll say well dang Oprah made it how come I can't make it you know so comparison is just kind of part of what we do upward social comparison occurs when we mostly compare ourselves with people who we deem to be socially better than us in some way so I do compare myself to Oprah quite a bit um, <laughs> downward that's my benchmark downward com- social comparison um acts in the opposite direction. So this is actually comparing yourself to somebody who is not at your status, you know, and, and it could be a positive or a negative cons- comparison. It could be, well, at least I didn't have 12 babies by, you know, 12 different, you know, mm-hmm. so such and such. And so it's, it's a comparison um, still, but it's one that can, you know, sometimes people use that kind of thing to elevate themselves mm-hmm. um, really unnecessarily. I always say that the most insecure people are the most critical people, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. or the most critical people are the most insecure people. If you've got to look down at someone in order to make yourself feel better about yourself, you're not very confident. Right. Um, you don't know who you are. It, it, it's a bad thing to do. Mm-hmm. Not president, bad thing to do. <laughs> It's a very negative thing to do. But then uh, I, I think the uh, opposite direction is just as negative on um, your self-esteem, on um, the way you affect that person that you may be projecting that energy on, depending on how close they are to you. Right. Um, one of the things I like to tell people is, you know, compete against yourself. Uh, the best way to um, elevate your career mm-hmm. or your business is to um, – Set standards for yourself, right. and work to achieve those standards. Mm-hmm. That that's that's mm-hmm. the bot that's the bottom line. Right. I mean, of course, we're going to use other people like Oprah to motivate us. Mm-hmm. But you look at them as an example. Yes, but there's a don't yeah. There's mm-hmm. a, an example exactly, and using that exposure to that person's life um, as an example versus using competing with someone. Right. You you won't ever be satisfied with yourself if you do that. Like like I am racing to 
uh, reach the standards that Tarshish has set for herself, mm-hmm. not anything that anyone else is doing next to me. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, and I, I write about exactly that in in my book, Secrets of the Obsessed, in um, that's forthcoming. Um, but I talk about that. The competition should be with yourself, mm-hmm. and and this is how I get through a workout on the trip. People ask me, how do you stay consistent in working out? Well, I I have benchmarks on the treadmill. Com- that's based on what I did last time, and I'm going to increase that, and I'm going to get better. I'm going to mm-hmm. do better. If I compare myself to the, the the woman who was just like on point, and she her body is banging, I'm going I'm gonna be discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you have to be your own bar. Yeah, there's always people raising the bar, and the people that raise the bar are raising the bar for themselves. Yes. You got to understand that the most successful people are self motivated. Exactly. I mean, you look at Oprah. You look at like a Michael Jordan. He used to write about how he create conflict in his mind with some some players so he would be better so he could elevate he elevated himself Mm -hmm. right you got to be able to elevate yourself because you can read i know people that read tons of books Mm -hmm. that you know post motivational sayings all day long but they're still in the same rut that they were in five years ago when they started reading and posting what's her mm-hmm. name what's that show uh, Gabrielle Union she does that she's posting notes all oh. over her house oh okay being married but not not moving anywhere and not anywhere. moving I mean I'm like dude I posting post-it <laughs> yeah. notes there was a, yeah yeah that drives me crazy but you know I um but the the theory says and I'm curious to know if you all agree with this or not that this is a natural human phenomenon on for us to compare ourselves to others and that there yeah. is a health and I, he didn't say this but I'm curious to know is there a healthy comparison versus an unhealthy comparison or should we just not be doing it at all well I'll say so, so I do agree that's probably just human nature just there's a lot of negative emotions out there that are just it's human nature we don't you don't so feel comparison good. is negative it, 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 well honestly I'm gonna say I'm gonna take a stance today and say yes mm-hmm. but can it be a t- can there be times when comparing yourself to someone else can be positive in some ways I'm gonna say yes it's a you know for instance let's say you take a child, a little girl that grew up in the ghetto, and she, um, n- you know, finally starts to be exposed to things that um, a better way of life, m- more education, people that are making more money. She may need to compare herself to those people in some way, just so she can simply reach higher, mm-hmm. reach mm-hmm. outside of what she knows mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. herself. So I can see it, you know, there, you know, a, a little bit of comparison and competition there to like okay I want to be as good as Oprah you know when she may not be seeing any she may not no, see anyone around her you know so so there yes it can be and it's it, it is natural I'm going to say one other thing you know so all these negative emotions I do believe are natural to us but when you feel those things you've got to check yourself because mm-hmm. me well, I, I'm, I'm human and I like to pride myself on being confident and not comparing myself to others not competing wanting to raise other women and men up but does that ugly jealousy thing step in at times? Yes. And when it does, I check mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I and that I agree with. I, I don't see, um, and, and I'm not saying you said this, but yeah. I don't see comparison and jealousy synonymous yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, as as Festinger said, you know, it said, you know, we learn about our own abilities and attitudes when we compare ourselves to others. We see ourselves um, in the in the in the context of the world, mm-hmm. and, and how do we fit in the larger context of the world? And according to Festinger, my understanding is that that's comparison was is what allows us to see where we fit in the larger. Mm-hmm. You know, landscape of the yeah. world. I, if I, don't, I don't want to talk, over talk too much about. I will say, let me just chime in and say, I was talking about. So when I first moved to Atlanta, I um, came here with 
only a college, um, high school diploma. I went back later and got my co- uh, college degrees, two different college degrees. It took being exposed to and being around oh, yeah. and comparing myself mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the people that were in Atlanta. I hadn't, when I moved here, I'd never seen so many educated, beautiful, pro- <laughs> uh, professional black people, uh, African-Americans. Mm-hmm. And I did have to do a little bit of internal yeah. comparison, mm-hmm. keep it as positive as I possibly could. To I'll just say this, that made me go get that first and then that second mm-hmm. college degree. Right. So there is, you know, there's a positive to it, but we definitely have to watch it, not Carefully. let it to be. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's about following the bl- blueprint of success. So not necessarily emulating somebody, mm-hmm. but following the patterns mm-hmm. that they've done. What are the habits mm-hmm. that they do? What are the mm-hmm. things that they, uh, they've done? Who are the people they associate themselves with? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what have they done that you can do and apply to your life in a realistic fashion? Right. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's the problem, too. People see the glitz and glamour, and it works both ways. Right. You know, young men growing up in inner city want to be ball players because they see the ball players or they see the rappers or everything else. They don't see as many businessmen. Yeah. And those so, are the positive aspects of comparison. Right. We have a listener, Judy Hunter Scott, who's saying, you know, don't let yourself get caught up in the trap of comparison. And yeah. this is a quote by Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, so seeing athletes and seeing mm-hmm. other educated people and saying, you know what, I need to do mm-hmm. that too. In my opinion, I think that's a very positive use of comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it becomes, you know, I'm I'm obsessed in a negative way with mm-hmm. with the, looking at how we, I am. we become obsessed with the glory and not really the story. Exactly, <laughs> because to be the superstar <laughs> that you had to be, there's hours there's and hours story. of time mm-hmm. on the court. In, mm-hmm. the, in the dark, shooting in the dark, and right. things like that that you don't see. The ballet the shoes picture. Have you yeah. seen the picture with yeah. the you know under the ballet it, shoes or some yeah. messed up toes? Yeah, and and they don't look they look painful. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that that is so important. And and the last thing I'll say is the the comparison. Um, if you if you are you know. I don't know, creating something and, and all you've seen is tunnel vision, what you've created and you never get to put it against the backdrop of what others in the industry are creating. You never get to know whether or not that's kind of matching mm-hmm. up to what, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. I said, let so, it motivate you. Yes. Yeah. Let yeah. it motivate yeah. you. Yeah. I love that. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org.
someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and we're having a good time. We're talking about the power of self-promotion, and uh, we just dissected a theory here. See, we're all academic. We can dissect theories, and we talked about um, the self-comparison theory. Um, but there are some questions that I want to ask you both, and um, you both have very interesting and unique names to your businesses. Now, I... I hate coming up with names, you know. <laughs> it's blah, you know. I don't know why, because I, you know, well, I know why. Because once you name it, it's kind of that's your brand. That's who you are. That's how you're going to be identified. Um, I would love to know how you two came up with the names of your organizations. All right, you, let me go first. Okay, <laughs> so two twenty communications. Two twenty, um, we kind of say is code for second to none. But the story behind ah. it is, uh, I had first moved to Chicago and I had a good friend. Um, her name was Andrea Stamps. Andrea Stamps and um, she had a license plate that had 220 on it, on her mm. car. And I was like, what does that stand for? She's like, that's my code. It's second to none. I love it. So really, really cool. And like a few years later, I was trying to figure out a name because I had the art business and it, it had a different name. So I was really trying to get into marketing and trying to broaden my reach. Mm-hmm. So I had two choices. So one, it almost became third rail communications. But then I looked it up, somebody had that. Because if you think about a third rail on a subway, that's the electrified rail mm. that powers the subway that keeps the train moving. Wow. So that was what it was going to be. So that was going to be the thought behind it. But then I was like, nah, I need something that's just quick, mm-hmm. easy, and it'll make people ask me. Second to none, two, two, zero. So mm. that's where it came from. I love it. So, I yeah, she said, I remember she first saw it. It was hilarious. She goes... Okay, Murray, you're going to have to buy me a house once you make your millions, but I'll let you have the name. <laughs> I'll let you have the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. that is funny. Well, and, and I'll just jump in real quick. But, you know, with mine, it wasn't quite so metaphor. Well, I guess it was Tandem Light Press. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but my, my search or, or my, my, uh, the way I came to it was more about what sounds like a, a a, a legit publishing house and I, I heard random, random house, house like mm-hmm. ooh, random house and mm-hmm. then there was something else that kind of sounded like you know I was like okay and so it was more of the the ring and how it flowed off the right. tongue right. then and but then people she's just started, telling you that because she wants to sign no. <laughs> You know, no, it's a little pitch. You know, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna arm you wrestle. Already have worked this out. I see. <laughs> I did. I, you're on the show. What? This is her third time on the show. As this collusion. It's all strategy. It's all strategy. No, yep. but but when people ask me now, I see. You know, I see the metaphorical um, part behind it. The tandem light, and our purpose is to publish books that um, that inspire. And so the, the tandem light is two lights working together and blah, blah, blah. But it really was about the sound and the ring and how it all it, flowed. It and that, that's <laughs> important, too. That's very yeah. important, too. So I'm impressed. Yeah. When I heard you say random, I'm thinking, that maybe that's why yeah. random it, it, it's been ringing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's psychological. Okay. Uh-huh. And then I just threw in my game. <laughs> trying to get in your head. Yeah, okay. keep rolling your head. Tandem, I think random. both of you are phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I have a great story quick. I'll just say uh, Red Door Consulting. I alluded earlier to a little girl growing up in an urban environment. Um, you know, that's me. You know, and I did have to not use, I guess, that science of comparison. Mm. Um, I'm reluctant to say competition to motivate myself, you know. And so growing up, um, I lived in these apartments. They were brown. Everything was brown. It was like sh- different shades of brown. The, the colors of my apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Now, right across the street, 
from my apartment complex were these beautiful townhomes. And it was like, in California, they use stucco. Stucco. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of a white stucco. And it was a gated community. And each and every one of those doors was red. You know, so every day I'm getting up, I'm going to school, I'm driving. As I grew up in that neighborhood, I'm looking over and that red, those those red doors signified success for me. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. it it, it was what it was for me. And and, and over time, let me say this, I I guess I'll try to make this long story short. The red red (laughs) door means success. And I will tell you guys that I eventually moved into that um neighborhood (laughs) across the street and so it just kind of signified reaching a successful place you know setting goals and and achieving them i love it i love it i'm gonna write a children's story about that little girl let me know (laughs) we'll be right back (laughs) on the live exchange Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's a good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. I'm not. M2. I'm not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Uncle Dan, Mom, Dad, if you store your guns properly, so not just anyone can get to them. I'll feel safer when I'm playing outside. Safer when walking home. Safer when my friends come over. As your neighbor, I'll feel safer. As a school teacher, I'll feel safer. We'll all feel safer. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And so a new American industry has been born. Sensation Station Network. Keeping your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. All right. So this week's balance challenge is that I want you to sell yourself this week. 
legally, okay? <laughs> I want you to find ways to promote yourself and what it is you do. Promote your strengths. Um, so many of us struggle to know what we're great at or to own what we're great at. Some of us know and we're just kind of you know, quiet on the down low about what it is that we're great at. But, you know, this week I want you to come out and I want you to talk about what it is that you're great at. Make it a point to talk up your gifts and talents, um, you know, with the world. If you want to do it on social media, if you want to do it in one-on-one situations. Now, if some people, you know, we're taking baby steps. So if having a one-on-one conversation is where you need to begin, do it that way. Um, and then, or even having a, you know, a strategic conversation with a colleague, you know, somebody who you work with already, um, you know, find a way to insert your strengths into that conversation. Do any of you have any tips for how somebody can go about doing that this week? One of the great things, this is another corporate America thing. When you're having your yearly review, your Mm -hmm. boss tells you, okay, I want you to write up everything you did good this year. Yes. The self-assessment. So yeah, your self-assessment. So I'd say you should do that. I think that's a great exercise. Just start by writing down what's Mm -hmm. good about you. Some people have never even thought about what's good what do i do well what are are Mm -hmm. my positive steps whenever we um are writing a bio for anybody for a client for an author or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm like okay i'm gonna give you five questions and i just need you to answer those questions i'll write the rest Mm -hmm. because a lot of people do not like writing about themselves and it's tough Mm -hmm. i mean i still have problems putting my bio together but i've gotten much better at it now Mm -hmm. i had to (laughs) didn't have a choice it's funny because my editor just went through my book and she said we're gonna take out all this stuff about yourself you got too much (laughs) too much about yourself (laughs) so apparently I don't have a problem there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're good. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to worry about you yeah. in the balance uh-huh. challenge. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> any tips or well, any thoughts? Um, definitely. Well, I wanted to, I've been wanting to share some statistics from some studies. Mm-hmm. So the first study, I, did, I didn't print out. I just know it like the back of my hand. You guys can Google this. There was a Gallup poll study done um, a few years ago on the benefits of leading from your strengths. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. So they polled over 1,000 people in different leadership positions. The first thing they asked them was, list your strengths. Most people can't list their strengths. Right, right, they right. cannot list their strengths. Um, and then the next thing, next thing is, once you know your strengths, you you should operate from them. You should mm-hmm. um, keep a running list mm-hmm. for your um, self-assessment. But uh, the, the next study, um, by done by catalyst.org, uh, they looked at over 3,000 MBAs. These, they, they refer to them as potentials. These are people that they have all, more degrees than a thermometer. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that should mm-hmm. be stopping them. 74% of those uh, people that progressed in their careers, in their business, progressed because they knew the art of self-promotion. Yeah. The 74%, that's, that's a huge mm-hmm. number. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and hard work was not hard just simply working hard is not enough Mm -hmm. the people who that just worked hard they grind and and, you know and they thought that they were going to be noticed they have the lowest percentage of success compared to the 74 percent you've got to be able to go in and Mm -hmm. tell people and one of the things yes you know i mean start start slow you talk to your friends talk to social media about it because you never know who's watching but what's most important when it comes to advancing your career and your business is talking to the relevant people mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. to that manager talk strategic. to yeah know, know who the, your <laughs> yeah. target market is now first do your research mm-hmm. don't go in there just talking blindly because you don't want to lose credibility but once you know what you're talking about you know what you have to offer whether it's product service or just your skills you get in the face of those 
right people and, and you tell them because you know what most managers out there it's not that they don't care they're busy mm-hmm. yeah they really they, they don't have time to think they, they don't have time to and if you're busy you. working and doing your job they're not going to bother you because exactly. you're working and doing and your you're job. Getting that job yeah done. you're getting That's the it. job done so yeah. no nobody's going to bother yep. you you right. better exactly. go and create opportunities yeah. for yourself and a lot of people call it being political but you have to be political if you want to get ahead i'm right. sorry it's yeah. just the way the world works yeah like i said over three thousand people 74 percent they, you, you've got to be able to speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to, and like I said, and, and no, we're not talking about sitting down at, or at the water cooler telling, "Girl, you know, I did this," or "A guy, <laughs> I did this." I mean, actually going in and saying to your supervisor, manager, director, or target market client, and saying, "This is what we offer. This is what this is what this is the value that we can or have added mm-hmm. um, to make this organization better." Or, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's. that's that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. 75%? 74. Oh, 74%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, a lot of us think, and I'm telling you, when I was, you know, coming up and the story was go to college, work hard, and you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another. There's other pieces to that recipe yep. in order to be, you know, as successful. That's easy for you as to success, say. Yeah, success. <laughs> doctor, as you, <laughs> as you aspire to be. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that extra piece, and this is why I thought this was such an important topic to talk about, is self promotion. I have a friend who. Um, you know, came to me and, and, and she was, I think she's extremely talented, um, great at what she does, um, you know, has things that, you know, I don't know how to do. And I'm like, wow, you're, you're awesome. And she doesn't know what her strengths are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and her whole thing was, you know, but look at you, comparison, mm-hmm. look at you, you know, you're a writer, you're a doctor, you're this and you're that. I don't know what I am. And I, you know, and, and it, to me, her strengths were very obvious. Mm-hmm. To her, they were not. And I think it was, you know, that whole idea of comparison, but you're comparing the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because my strengths aren't your strengths. We have, right. you know, different yeah. strengths. We talked earlier about um, y- you setting the bar for yourself. You, mm-hmm. you know, you setting a standard, setting a goal, and then going after it. Well, in order to do that, you have to know who you are. You have right. to know what you want for yourself. And then plug the disc assessments mm-hmm. that I did on both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Me, um, both of you, you know, um, were you surprised at your results? Not really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I was, but we'll test. talk about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and I'll just say this. You you knew your strength. You either know or know now. Mm-hmm. Uh, your strength, you have some yeah. idea of what it, it moves you forward every day, I it, think. Exactly. And play on those. Back to that Gallup poll study mm-hmm. that's been actually a long, uh, around longer than this um, Catalyst study. I mean, literally, in order to be the most successful CEO or um, business owner, you have to, it's best to operate from your strengths, but you got to know them first. You have to know them. And And it helps. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and then once you know yourself, I think that eliminates all that competition stuff that's going on. It's Mm kind of bring this full circle. Right. Yeah. Because you really are only competing with you to your Mm -hmm. point. Once you know how to eliminate the competition and you know how to focus on yourself, that's when you'll be successful. And for me, that was it. I started to look at that years ago and say, okay, I don't want to be this person. I want to be that person. And I don't want to listen to people compare me to them Mm -hmm. too because that's what people always try to find place you in the place that they are more comfortable with you right when people people can ask me about i don't mind if people compare me to oprah though i just i really just (laughs) well yeah that's different okay that was (laughs) no i'm kidding (laughs) but you know and i think one other thing is that we we have to sometimes i know this sounds a little counterproductive but we sometimes have to step outside of ourselves to see ourselves to Mm -hmm. see who Mm -hmm. we are um and ask you know people who we love and people who are in our lives 
who you know what strengths do you see in me mm-hmm. and and sometimes mm-hmm. we learn a lot about ourselves through the lens of people who we trust yep. and who um, you know care about us tell you the truth right. Right. Yeah, and they don't have support. some behind the scenes and Agenda. this isn't something that I've get, but I'm gonna there's another assessment out there and I, this is not me I'm just putting it out there but there's another one called 360 degree um it's the oh, disc, yeah. and and mm-hmm. that one has you do exactly what the disc assessment does, but then you yeah. also poll people that people you trust, that right. trust. And, and and get their feedback. And a lot of times, just people, some people are surprised. You know, mm-hmm. it's what completely different. Yes. Well, my personality, yes. I'd only poll people that listen to me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> according to, to like yeah, me, do you like, like me? Love. You okay, like me, right? I'll call you. All right. You want a ticket <laughs> to the next wine? Crawl? I believe about me, right? Yeah, and see, yeah. I use power. You want a ticket to the wine crawl? Right. There mm-hmm. you go. I'm gonna need a good assessment. Well, we're gonna get into love notes. Love notes with Dr. Pamela. Okay, so today's love note comes from Charles. <laughs> Charles, uh, Charles says, I've been raised not to brag about myself. So when it comes to trying to promote what I do and building a brand, it all feels very self-serving and pretentious. How can I get out of this way of thinking so that I can attract more clients? If you guys, I'm sure you guys have heard this yeah. Before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You want to read again? Yeah. Well, no, no. I'll, I'll just say, it, the word pretentious. I know that there's it's a fine line between being pretentious and uh, promoting yourself, especially when I tell people that I'm an image consultant. You know, there are a lot of people that immediately think that there's an element of being pretentious in there. Mm-hmm. But you show me someone that does not focus on those key elements, their appearance, their behavior, their communication, mm-hmm. and promoting themselves, they're going to stagnate themselves, whether it be in their career or are in uh, their this is love, since this is love notes their uh, you know <laughs> relationships, relationships. <laughs> exactly exactly uh-huh. if I go sit down at a date with you or I'm, we're meeting for coffee and you don't you know I need to know you mm-hmm. wanna you I'm gonna try to impress you so you should try yes. to impress you me should, yeah. Yeah, you know <laughs> you know bored, but let me know right let me know what I'm working with right <laughs> right. That's what he should do. Pretend like he's on a date. Pretend yeah, you're on a date. Oh, okay, I like okay. that. And, and that's, Charles, you do you know how to promote yourself on a date? date. Yeah, Use that exactly. same strategy. Because you wouldn't be like, well, you know, I don't talk about myself too much. The date will be over with then. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I have been on dates with people like that. It's like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. All right, next. Oops, yeah. somebody's calling. Got to go. And like I said, you know, I wouldn't show up to a date and like, oh, you know, I'm just fantastic. I'm right. you're not, not oh, that. Oh, God, I've but, got no. one of those too. Yeah, and, that, that's, and that's a turn off. <laughs> I mean, like, show. oh, exactly. Yes. But but definitely you want to show, uh, like I said, your value, your value proposition. What mm-hmm. what differentiates yeah. me from all the other beautiful women in Atlanta, right, you know, right. or, or when it comes to your business, my mm-hmm. products and services. So you have to know yourself to be able to right. I was going to, yeah, earlier, so, you, you have yeah. to that's yeah. the first step. it truly yeah. is the first step yeah great self-promotion is putting your best foot forward without putting your foot in your mouth exactly that's the first thing <laughs> you have to do yeah. but for charles was that his name yes. charles um ayana van Zandt, i was listening to something she said one time she's like if you can't tell people how great you are and she was talking about pricing and ask for mm-hmm. your price hire somebody to do it mm-hmm. well even if you can't hire somebody to do it now social media allows you to create a persona mm-hmm. that lets you do it it could be a facebook page it could be a website it yes. could be a blog right you know 
start to talk about your business if you don't want to talk about yourself and mm-hmm. and I, and I do that too do. yeah yeah talk about what you do mm-hmm. and I mean one of the biggest things I do now because I have like two personal Facebook pages is I make sure to, to, to direct a lot of the business stuff through my business pages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so when you go to my pages I'm usually talking about something positive you know and I'll sprinkle in hey this is what we're doing right but I try to keep some balance there and let my business pages do the talking for yeah. me that's so good. that's a way he could do it I yeah. mean really you know understand you, you got to put yourself out there I'm sorry there is no <laughs> nobody's gonna tell you oh you don't have to do it I'd yeah. be lying if I told you that but you really have to put yourself out there you just have to figure out how that presentation is going to be now right. that won't work on a date <laughs> you know you can't send your best friend in to, to promote you and be your hype man this well you could if he's a good wingman he could do it <laughs> i'm a good wingman for my best friend okay, so i'm very okay. good at that for him that's good. but I, you know I love it. <laughs> unless you have an amazing wingman you can't do that child you got to go on a date yourself that's exactly what i was thinking that's what i was thinking yeah. wins. oh that's interesting you you mentioned presentation Get mm-hmm. your presentation ready first. Mm-hmm. Get yourself oh, yeah, to get is for Charles. You know, make sure you, you, you package package you yeah. first. You know, package you first. Package your project uh, products and services, then go and present. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, make sure that that's together first. I, one of my my pet peeves is bootleg stuff, and and this is one of the things I I really appreciate about the work that Glenn does as a fellow publisher because I've seen a lot of publishers out there who are just super bootleg, and it just drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, because um and and when somebody reviews our services and passes us over and says, oh well, um I'm not that that ever happens, but I'm going to go ahead and go you know with such and such um it it usually happens because it's a cheaper publisher Mm -hmm. that they can make it can happen fast and cheap and it's bootleg and it just Mm -hmm. gets under my skin you know Mm -hmm. and so i think um you know presentation is important when you know at the end of the day that's what's going to pay off yeah you know just making sure your stuff and both of them Mm -hmm. i've witnessed have very top-notch quality work and that takes time this doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you said that you were kind of laying low for a while so you can get all your stuff you know in a a, to a new level and and you have to take the time to do that sometimes Yep, absolutely. I mean, and it. Yeah, I mean, I hit the ground running. You, you mentioned earlier your name. I, st- I think I am on my third and final name. I had to find out <laughs> what was true for me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I won't tell anyone. Don't stop. You know. D- you know. Don't totally pause. Right. Get started. Making slow steps if needed. Um, but definitely, when you're really ready to launch yourself out there, make sure you've put some time into making sure you're present you Mm -hmm. are your brand we all have a brand everything you put out there Mm -hmm. is a representation of you make sure that you feel good about what you're presenting to the world out there and you may evolve over time but feel good about the first state step the next Mm -hmm. theory is going to be talking about evolving (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll be right back Now we come to the special feature of our program. Sensation Station Network. Exchange. Live. 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 
Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and you are at the top of the second hour. Conversation is so good. It just goes so fast. So we are talking about um, personal, well, self-promotion, self-promotion. And I've got Tarshis Jordan here, who is president and founder of Red Door Consulting. And I have Glenn Murray here, who is president, I'm assuming also founding, founder of 220 Communications. And um, it's been such a great conversation. What I haven't done is I've forgotten to give out the number to anybody who wants to call or has questions. <laughs> the number is 678 678- Six one three five eight five seven. I'll also be sure to add that to the Facebook Live post because I see there's quite a few of you on there and you're interacting. So um, definitely give us a call if you have any questions or text us. Um, you can call or text 678-613-5857. So we're talking about self-promotion and I still haven't even gotten to my <laughs> self-promotion questions because it's just been so good. Um, but what I wanted to ask for both of you is, you know, what is your approach to self-promotion? How have you, you know, and, and I'm sure that's evolved over time, but what's been your approach to self-promotion? Um, and you did talk about the social media piece yeah, of it. That's, yeah, that's, that's kind of that? how I started, but then I had to look at it. Um, I had to really take a step back and look at it from a growth standpoint. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't just going to be that. So then it had to be, okay, what am I, what am I putting out there? From a branding standpoint, how am I presenting myself mm-hmm. out there? If, you know, as the business started to grow, people wanted to do interviews and things like that. Yes. So was I ready for interviews? Right. You know, what was my story? What was my elevator pitch? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you talk about your business in a minute? Right. You know, mm-hmm. if you met a mi- if you met somebody that wanted to give you a million dollars for your company, mm-hmm. and you had a minute to convince them, right. what would you say to them? So good you know, question. That. Like yeah. That. And it's you kind of fear is a good thing. Sometimes fear yeah. is a great motivator. Yes, it is. Um, it is. So every time I go into something new, there's a little bit of fear. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of um, trepidation. So it makes me prepare a lot harder. It makes me work harder. Right. Um, it's not that I don't lose confidence. I know once I start to talk about what I do, I'm going to have the confidence. Mm-hmm. The confidence is going to come through. Mm-hmm. If you're confident, people are right. going to know it. They will know if you're it, on a yeah. date, I know we went back to dating, but yeah. if you're on a date, people can see confidence. confidence and confidence is sexy. Yes, it is. For women yes, especially, I'm saying right. for women. It I'm is. hoping for men too. It women is. think it's sexy it is. too. Yes, but it is. It's, you know, I would rather be with somebody who thinks highly of themselves than somebody I have to prop up every five minutes oh my gosh. Yeah, if i gotta keep rubbing you up and pat yeah, you yeah like okay on. and i, I do, gotta be your promotion person right. like okay i'll have time to do that i'm gonna have to charge you a fee <laughs> and i and i have seen <laughs> and i've seen relationships in which that's been the case and i do commend and in this in these cases it's been the men propping up the women because of low mm-hmm. self-esteem issues and i commend these men who are doing that but that's a lot that's of work it's a, it's a lot of work it's, dra- it's like it would be draining it's draining it's yeah. constant it's it's a lot yeah it, it, it absolutely draining so yeah. yeah and i and i have i have dated men who are really intimidated by you know educate my education or my mm-hmm. businesses and i'm like i just want to go to the beach and have fun i'm not even mm-hmm. thinking about all that and it's like i'm constantly having to make sure that their self-esteem mm-hmm. is okay, okay you know mm-hmm. and it that's exhausting yeah. yeah and you lose some of yourself i was gonna say yeah. when you're doing that yeah, yeah. oh yeah not yeah. to turn yeah. this yeah, into a relationship show, sh- hey it's love politics definitely not like- a <laughs> professional on that one yeah. we won't even talk about that yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell me yeah if you've got to conti- continuously suppress who you are mm-hmm. in order to make someone else feel better about themselves it's not a good it's thing. not healthy it's, it, it's not, not healthy no. not a good thing at all so i know we've got okay because i wasn't i wasn't sure but yes we are going to break so we'll be right Oh, that's good. 
Vince Lombardi once said that it's hard to be aggressive when you're confused. Some of us think that taking our lives to the next level, both personally and professionally, is a confusing and complicated process. Guess what? It's not, and I can prove it. My book, Truisms, will show you how living your life by rules that are so self-evident and obvious, you'll say, I knew that. This powerful yet short, detailed bestseller is on sale right now, under $10. Go to michaelmcfadden.com. That's michaelmcfadden.com, and let Truisms help you to the next level. Great leaders aren't born, they're made. And not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. There's a power you have within you unlike any other. You can't explain it. It's just there. there. It drives you, compels you. You cannot ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch. Move. Skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. RocketSports-One.com. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Deliberate dumbing down. Dumb down society. Deliberate dumbing down of America. Dumb down public. Why would they do this? Sensation Station Network. Radio, not dumbed down. Primary election. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. All right. So, trending. There's, sports is trending like crazy. So, we've got all kinds of things going on um one thing the golden state warriors forward um kevin durant said he will not be visiting the white house anytime soon um when asked if he would go if invited he stated, nah i won't do that i don't respect who's in office so um very interesting um i i you know what i think it's totally i i, I am okay with athletes expressing I, I feel like they're role models in some ways and I really think that you know they need to be able to express you know their political stance on things absolutely um, I know that there's been a huge um, following and supporting um, of Kaepernick, Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know if I have it here but I know I remember reading that you know all of his Kappa brothers came out 
to support him. Um, he's and a Kappa. yes, he is. I didn't know that until all the Kappas came out, and I was like, oh. Um, and so there's a lot of support, uh, you know. And, and I think, oh, here it is. More players are starting to join in on the national anthem protest in the, in the NFL. About 12 players. This is a different story, actually. Staged the largest national anthem protest yet, which included two white players, one who was actually kneeling, um, and he is believed to be the first white player to do so. Yeah. So here's my thing, and I said, I think I said this last week. Um, it, I don't think this is a black white thing like the white players the Latino players all of them need to be in <coughs> on this because this is a human rights issue um, to be able to stand for what you believe in or to kneel based on what you believe in in, in the NFL um, because okay so Kaepernick is dealing with a, an issue of, of police brutality mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. black men but what happens when the white man wants to kneel because of some brutality or issue that happened against a gay white man exactly. this is not about Race. I said, fight the enemy when he's at your neighbor's door. Help your neighbor fight the enemy. Because yes. if not, then he's coming to your, the, the enemy is coming if to your. If one is suppressed, they're all mm-hmm. suppressed. A- a- exactly. <laughs> and, and it's not a white-black issue. I mean, I was really happy and impressed to see the march, uh, the anti-racism march in Boston. Oh, that was beautiful. I mean, all the, yeah. I mean, you saw a Tons of different um, nationalities, but the majority the of white. people out there were white. And I love you know? it. And I it was that reminder that. to me. You know, uh, I, I grew up in California, live in Georgia, and I must admit, there's a change. I've been here 20 oh, years, yeah. and it's still <laughs> tough getting used Same to that, that that Southern uh-huh. change. And so every once in a while, I need to be reminded, you know, that not all people that don't look like me feel that, that negative energy, right. you know. And, and it was beautiful. Because like I said, growing up in California, I had friends. We went camping of all nationalities. Yeah, it was very hanging diverse out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it is important. Um, and I'm glad that we're starting to stand up for him because at one point it really bothered me I was like this guy stood up for us mm-hmm. we should stand up for him right. so I'm glad just recently I saw that Hank Aaron um, uh, spoke out for him well, that that mean, meant a lot yeah. you know so and sorry needs, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's important and not to say that it's that protesting is wrong but there's got to be some action behind it because yeah. one of the things he commented on is that he didn't vote so that's a problem. Yeah. I have a problem with, with that. Yeah, I'm too. like, yeah, because voting too. is the one thing that we can say people that didn't look like us died mm-hmm. for, uh-huh. fought I for, bled for, got it. beat for, and everything. Yeah. It, it didn't have a color. The civil rights um, movement is littered with the bodies of Jewish people, white people, African-American people. And right. we need to we understand that. Yes. So you, you're, you're protesting without meat to it, yeah. I think, yeah. when you do that. And there was a, a prominent rapper who wrote... Um, this big anti-Trump um, column, and he was like, "Oh no, I don't vote. Oh. I find another way to See, motivate." Yeah, that's, and then that's we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about like top ten rapper. We're talking like no. major wow. leverage, that's and you're telling people your fans that you don't vote. No. You hold too much sway to not make that a part of your yeah, agenda absolutely. if you're going to do that. If you're going to risk your job, which is what Kaepernick did, yes. you're risking mm-hmm. it for nothing if you don't vote behind yeah. it right. yeah. to, to change the way brutality is looked at or change the, the way the methods are looked at. those people you put in office, people think, oh, we just vote for the president. No, no, no. no, no, no. There are so many it other things on, on the oh, ballot. Yeah. On a local level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think a, a lot of African Americans, especially black men, especially this younger you know, hip-hop generation, they see how our community has been disenfranchised. And therefore, that has, I believe, made them not believe in the power of voting. But mm-hmm. you made an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Look back at history. If the, if the power in your vote didn't exist, 
you wouldn't have seen the beatings and the stupid how many bubbles in a bar of soap. Um, you know, you, you, it means something to vote. Mm-hmm. But that's why we've got to constantly remind this new generation of our history so that they don't let things that are happening currently, you know, kind of overshadow what really mm-hmm. is create this apathy for you know because there is a lot of oh what I do doesn't matter and mm-hmm. this, yeah, you know and, and that's good because matter. that's what they see but yeah. it matters yeah. and yeah and you can't just blame the person at the top because right. you've got aldermen you've got committeemen you've got mm-hmm. state representatives you got state senators you've right. got mayors you got governors you you well, need to vote throughout when when I was living in Milwaukee you know Sheriff Clark was I, I worked at Marquette <laughs> and he was all over the, he was always on Marquette's mm-hmm. campus and you know you don't realize the the power that somebody at the local, local level. city level mm-hmm. has this man now on CNN mm-hmm. every time or or Fox News you know every time we mm-hmm. want to get a point of view you know that's an interesting point of view um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know and it's and so. I had no idea that this man that I see around campus all the time in years to come was going to become one of the voices for mm-hmm. um, really negativity, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I'm, I'm trying to be nice, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but you just never know who yeah. you're putting in office and how right. that will impact the, you know the greater. So we'll be right back, and um, when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about more self promotion, but we're also gonna hear about these disc assessments that she gave us. Ah, Uh-oh. you guys Uh-oh. ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Diabetes, gout, high blood pressure, inflammation, and joint pain, even weight loss. It's time to end your battle. The Abundant Life Movement is dedicated to the building of generational health by transforming your water with the power of alkaline to improve hydration and fight against acidic and unhealthy conditions in the body. Here's a testimonial from Linda Rogers-Brown and Pamela McMillan. 2011, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I had no pain and no symptoms associated with that illness. It's a silent killer. I was introduced to Extreme X2O Alkaline Water, and within two days of drinking it, I was off all my pain medicine, and now with six years strong, no chemo, no radiation, no cancer. I am a three-time cancer survivor. I was born with thyroid cancer. By being on the alkaline products allowed me to be able to cope currently with colon cancer. Now I'm able to function and be more mobile within three days of being on the product. Extreme X2O, when the water you're drinking is damaging your health. Extreme X2O. For more info, Abundant Life movement.com or call 910-527-2260. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And not just anywhere, they're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Indoor baseball, anyone? Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back. This is Dr. Pamela, and uh, we're talking about the the power of self-promotion. Here joining me is Tarshish Jordan of Red Door Consulting and Glenn Murray of 220 Communications. Um, And so um, one of the things that 
Well, I, I, you know, I guess I can go right into the disc assessment because I have so many questions for you too. But we can like kind of fold that all in together. So, what, so what happened um, when I asked these two to be on the show? I did not expect this, but um, <laughs> Tarsha is as ambitious as she has reached out to both of us and said, "I've never had one guest reach out to the other on their own," which I love. I love it. Mm-hmm. So by the time we all got together. We're all like, oh, hey, we're all connected. It was That's really why great. That's I know he's dynamic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That's I'm taking you to lunch. <laughs> so they met up separately to discuss his results, and then she and I met up to discuss mine. And um, I know you said you weren't surprised. I have to say that I was, not necessarily um, because of the natural or the, but because of the, the other. There's two categories. One category, I was like, yeah, that's not me. That's not me. And uh, the other category, I was like, yes, it's me. But then when we talked, it made total sense. So I'm going to let her go ahead and take the floor. So so for (laughs) those of you out there that don't know, um, a DISC assessment is a scientific behavioral study that has been around since the 1920s. And I won't go into all the details um, of the DISC assessment, um, but I will tell you that the number one benefit of the DISC assessment is it helps you identify your strengths. It, it, it actually does a, a SWOT analysis for you on yourself. You know, we talked about earlier operating from your strengths, self-promotion. And that's why I was like, oh, I've got the perfect thing for this for the mm-hmm. t- today's topic. Um, most people can't operate from their strengths or promote themselves because they don't under they don't know what their their strengths are. Right. I did I did bring that Gallup poll mm-hmm. that shows that um, most people can't even list what their strengths are. So how can you operate from them or go into your target market or your your uh, supervisor and say how you bring value to the organization um, if if you don't know what those things are. Right. So a disc assessment helps you do that. Um, if it, it has up four style indicators and or, or behavioral traits if you will there's the dominant that's a d there's the influencing um that's an i then there's a steady person that's the s and then there's a c that's a conscientious that conscientious uh characteristic is the more analytical person and of course the doctor here in her natural <laughs> state had a very um you know high um c um, analytical and Mr. Glenn. Now he uh, is <laughs> what I like to see. I'm where, weird. Don't say it. No, say it. no. He was like weird. The w? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Doctor Pamela spoke of earlier. My disc assessments show you two sides of yourself. They show you your natural style mm-hmm. and your adaptive style. And your adaptive mm-hmm. style is the way you adjust your behavioral traits in order to deal with. Um, your colleagues or your client and so looking at (laughs) mr glenn personality is what you're saying just the opposite (laughs) mr glenn is the same he he Mm -hmm. is pretty consistent um may i share Yes. Yeah, just at least the style indicators. Okay, so his adaptive. Put all my business out there. Go ahead, <laughs> just do it for the world to see. There's only 300 million people on Facebook. Don't worry about it. And you know, another hundred thousand so watch the show. I'm sure. So go ahead. His uh, his 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 natural style. He's a high D, lowercase s. That means he's very dominant. That that's what that high D, very direct and dominant. That that high D is someone they um they are risk takers they make a decision and let the chips fall where they may mm-hmm. and then the lowercase s still looking at his this is his, adap- his adaptive style the, my reports lead with work um, so your adaptive style all, all of the information in the reports are going to first look at the way you operate in business or at work so he's a high ds 
when it comes to work. So dominant and then there the S is kind of a slower pace. The S characteristic is that energy that we all put into being a team player. So that's him work. Now on his natural side, he's still a high D. Mm-hmm. Almost where it's about the same percentage wise. Every chart in here, that D is about the same. He's very very direct, very driven, you know, mm-hmm. um person. Um but the lowercase letter next to it is I. He's um, more influencing. Okay. And so and say that funny thing is the s his lowercase complement to his both d's his work d and his personal d um with work he's more focused on um team and personal uh still a people person but probably want to be a little bit more out there in the front I'm always leading to play to exactly. find the best bar, <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You might be right about that. One. So, okay. so, so yeah. Um, My friends uh, call me when they want to know where the best places to go. Exactly. Are, so that's the D. And, yeah. and and I won't stay there much longer. I'll just say that <laughs> we spent about an hour going through um, doing a debrief session with him, and he agreed um, with a lot of some of the information mm-hmm. was I guess I don't say new to him, but just being able to have it listed mm-hmm. there yeah. kind of gives them a pathway a for it, exactly mm-hmm. yeah. for now taking his Mr. Who's Who of Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> he did make the Who's Hello. Who list. Hello. Um, now he can take, this is just uh, some additional information he can put in his arsenal of keeping that train moving forward. I so, love it. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to go into the research, but after the research, I want to hear about me. Woo! Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. In the interest of science. Okay, so this science I always find really interesting. This was actually a part of our doctoral program, um, and it was um, the work of Margaret Wheatley. Have either Uh of you heard of her? Okay. Uh Okay, so Margaret Wheatley really looks at the structure of organizations, the growth of organizations, um, the the dynamics of organizations um, through the lens of nature and how nature operates. So she'll she'll say that, you know, for example, if you look at and I'm talking not trees, I'm talking about like molecules. <laughs> so she'll look at the behavior and the interaction and the interplay of molecules and look at how organizations function pretty much in similar patterns. So um, and 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 she's really big on um, chaos theory. So there's a lot of chaos that happens but in you know as a result Result of that chaos comes order, mm-hmm. um, it comes peace. Believe it or not, so there are there's um, leadership in the new science is her book, and this is all based on the, the whole idea of the new science. The um, the new science is looking at social interaction interactions and social science and human behavior, and um, and and looking at that from the backdrop and the lens of organic behavior and, and molecular behavior and things like that. So it's really interesting because it's it's kind of the marriage of the two science worlds where they have been at odds with each other because I'm a social scientist. Um, you know, it's allowed us to, to kind of analyze organizations and human behavior from the lens of, of that kind of science. So there's five key points um, that come from uh, Margaret Wheatley's film, um, and Leadership in the New Science is also a film. Um, number one, order can emerge out of chaos. So she's seen this and witnessed this in nature. 
um, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, you know, whatever happens, these things eventually lead to order um, and peace, believe it or not. This same thing can happen in organizations. A lot of us fear chaos. A lot of us run from it, but we don't realize that this is something that's actually preparing us to new and greater heights. Um, number two, information informs us and it forms us. We don't think about information as the building blocks to who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we think of information as, oh, it's, you know, okay, this is a great information, great. It actually builds who we are. Mm-hmm. It actually yeah. creates who we are. There is Absolutely. another, um, mm-hmm. there's some back, uh, here, it, to d- go more in depth with that. Information is the source of all change. It allows us to change and provide for, provides for growth. We, we underestimate the importance and value of information, though that is the very thing that has helped us advance throughout yeah. the course mm-hmm. of history. Information is the source of all the energy that leads to reorganization and adaptability. If you block the flow, then you block the ability and potential for the organization to adapt to its environment and act and react. Um, the other two, we have to go to break. Like the other two is relationships are all that there is. Yeah. You know, nothing really happens in isolation. And this is at the molecular level. Mm-hmm. And this is at the human interaction mm-hmm. level. And the last, um, well, the, just two more. Vision is an invisible field. Um, the vision, um, when people get a sense of the capacity and purpose and dreams of the organization, then that field begins to influence their behavior. So vision is an invisible field, but it influences behavior. And then the last one is in order to survive in a world of change and chaos, we need to accept chaos, we need to share information, and we need to embrace vision. Mm. Love. I like that. This stuff. <laughs> but we have to go to break. So we'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. <laughs> Deliberate dumbing down. Dumb down. Deliberate dumbing down of America. Dumb down public. Why would they do this? Sensation Station Network. Radio, not dumbed down. Major key alert. Don't ever play yourself. The key is to make it. So make it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchooled.com. Brought to you by Get Schooled and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C. Take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D. Help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Indoor baseball, anyone? 
Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Okay, welcome back to the Live Exchange. I just dropped some knowledge on all y'all about Margaret Wheatley and um, just her whole idea of leadership and the new science. And um, we had to go to break, but I wanted to know if you guys had any thoughts, any feedback on this theory no just extremely interesting yeah yeah i can probably look at it from you know more practical standpoint but i I don't know the science behind it Mm -hmm. but yeah i I, interesting and i believe in it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i mean we don't like chaos we don't yeah it it does sometimes it does i mean there are people that know they they're motivated by a chaotic situation Mm -hmm. it it does push you that is not healthy either but (laughs) yeah but exactly it might be margaret might say you know what that's very healthy yeah i was watching a ted talk last night and the topic was um trust the struggle and we know Mm -hmm. that you know um chaos and challenges and tough situations can um you know it's just it's tough to deal with you know and Mm -hmm. feel chaotic but trust the struggle trust that and i know this is not that show but i'm going to say it because it's who i am you know, God is going to lead you to, you know, there's a reason for it. There's a reason why he's allowing you to have this chaos yeah. mm-hmm. in your life. And it's going to, it's all going to matter in the long run. But, but the, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the greatest ideas have come from disruption. People call it disruption. Yep. now, But right. if you think about technological changes over the last 10 or 15 years, they came from people going in and just basically upsetting the apple cart. Yeah. Yep. Uber wouldn't be here it if it weren't for disrupting mm-hmm. the way people travel. The and they literally have yes. changed the way you travel. Uber has become a verb. I'm just going to Uber over there. Right. Just exactly. Just yeah. like Google. Yeah. Just like Google. Just like Google. Yeah. It's become yeah. a verb because it's so so ingrained in us now until you don't even think about it anymore. You don't think about taking cabs anymore. And right. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. If, if, you know, if from the standpoint of Margaret's um, comparison to biology, what would happen if instead of coming together, our molecules decided, oh, it's chaotic, I'm going to run. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have bodies. Mm-hmm. We, wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. we wouldn't be held together. And so mm-hmm. if we all ran from chaos, we're not, we, don't, we don't accomplish things. So, mm-hmm. what, so let's, let's put this in our current landscape. We've got some chaos going on in our country. Yeah. We've got some chaos going on socially. And honestly, I see this as a new... Uh, as a reconstruction, honestly, I see this as a new era in how we address race because now we see people who are willing to stand up in ways that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've seen a movement for white supremacy in a in a in a in a country that is no longer majority white. Mm-hmm. So it's different. It's going to play out differently now, and mm-hmm. and I. I don't see this as something that's going to advance in the way that they would like for it to advance. I, I, I was saying before, so initially when Trump was first elected, the, the ugly energy was out there. Mm-hmm. They was, it was like they felt emboldened. You know, you, you're in a store and you could feel it. They're walking around with their chest out. You, without them opening their mouths and saying a word, you felt that negative racist energy. Mm-hmm. So it seems like since the more chaotic things have gotten, the more we see it on the news, I don't know if it's just my in my little world, but now people are starting to be even nicer than they were before. And I'm talking about of all nationalities. We're going out of their, our way to Hi, how are you? Can yeah. I help you with? Can I hold hold the door Empathy open for? Has just exactly. Risen. So maybe you know, as long I don't think that there was ever a time that that energy was the majority. I think that it festers or grows because a lot of people just stay quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so the more chaotic this thing is getting. 
it's come it's out there you've got to come out of the, those people that want to kind of stay impartial they have to come out too and say something that's all those mm-hmm. people that were out there protesting so just I'll, in my comments with Michelle Obama's quote when they go low we go high mm-hmm. and I do believe that there's more of us that want to go high yes and we overshadow the ones that are constantly going low but that chaos the uh, the ugliness really had to be out there right in order for all the people that are like ah for them to start standing up and mm-hmm. say, you know what, we've got to say something. Right. Mm-hmm. So and it challenges people from from a, a spiritual beliefs too, because you see now, and there was a big rush of Christian pastors yes. coming mm-hmm. out saying this isn't Hello. this isn't Christianity. This is mm-hmm. not what it stands for. Right. This is not what I support. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't stand for that. And and they had been silent for a long time, mm-hmm. and now it challenges the very core of your belief. Right. And that's where I got to the whole. Do you believe it? You vote for it. You know what? You know what are you going to stand for? What's stronger? Right. Are your morals stronger than your vote? Right. Mm-hmm. And now you have to ask yourself that. So, in a way, it's a good thing because yeah. it really gets to the core of who people are. Mm-hmm. And I think we see the humanity in people that starts to come out to your point in everybody. Yeah. yeah. And and it, honestly, you know, we don't want it to happen this way. We don't yeah. want to see people rallying. We don't want to see counter protesters, which I don't even like that term. But we don't. You know, we don't want to see all of that. We want everybody to be in peace mm-hmm. and we want everybody to love each other. But that stuff has to come out mm-hmm. so that we can address it. We have to ha- have the chaos mm-hmm. so we can address it clean up and mm-hmm. and and get ourselves to a new level and mm-hmm. it's a cycle this mm-hmm. isn't the last time mm-hmm. we're going to have issues to nope. to resolve mm-hmm. nope. um but this is something long time coming that that has needed to come out mm-hmm. you know for a while we are not a post-racial america yeah. not quite yet yeah <laughs> as long as they could stay in the back to me they they did more damage when they were the forgotten about group you know, um, but now that they've been emboldened and brought to the forefront, then now it's like, OK, now we see you and everyone has to take, a, you know, kind of introspective look and say, do I really support that? Yeah, social yeah. media well, era was not the time mm-hmm. to do it. Right. <laughs> Technology and social media have helped to spread a message mm-hmm. of hate, mm-hmm. too. And mm-hmm. you've got to look. I mean, for all the good it's done, mm-hmm. it's also empowered people to spread whatever message you want. As and long as you have followers. This is true, and it, but it's also allowed us to expose those who, you know, so, so many so. people have gotten fired, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Now they know why their ancestors wore capes over their head, <laughs> uh, 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 hoods, I should say capes and hoods. <laughs> Yeah, you can't ha- really hide the yeah. hood Mm-mm. when you, yeah, there's a you work at the Wendy's. I can't believe I, I can't believe they're surprised they got fired. You know, right. I, I mean, yeah, you go out there well, and face PayPal, showing. PayPal, PayPal shut down some accounts. Secu- yeah, yes. Yeah, and I mean, Airbnb it became really serious. And Uber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, people Airbnb have Uber. stood up, and and that's yeah. what I, I think you've underestimated the integrity of the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, and the strength of the rest of the country. Well, so, um, okay. I know I can stay on this. This could be a whole show, yeah, like day, it really could. Day, so okay, so it's a disc, disc, disc. disc. Yes, <laughs> to Doctor Lardy's yeah, disc assessment. This is what we've been waiting on. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, the moment of truth. Hot mess, Doctor Jekyll, <laughs> Mister Hyde. And, 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 and no, again, both of you are phenomenal, and I'm glad to be on the show with you. I'm really honored to be on the show with both of you. Uh, and, and since we talked about comparisons earlier, I'm going to use that word. Uh, kind of bring this full circle. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using it as a segue, actually. All right. Uh, so while Mr. Glenn um, Murray was his was his adaptive style and his uh, natural style were very similar, yeah. almost a mirror image of each other. My uh, doctor friend here <laughs> is <laughs> that's the exact opposite. Uh, um, 
and and it happens. It just happens. Your natural style, dis the disc uh, assessment. Uh, results are eighty percent plus accurate, and okay. it, that that's and they've been around since the twenties. Yes, and um, you we've had people take them say every five years, and that natural style doesn't change. It's consistent. Okay. It's consistent. Your adaptive style changes based on where you are in your life mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to do is I want to put out there the stark contrast between Dr. Lorde's um, <laughs> natural and adaptive style. That's and the then, shirt. That explains the shirt. Now. It's the shirt. The yeah, shirt. You know, the shirt. This is my adaptive. This is my natural side. Oh, yes. This is the adaptive right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the business folks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just say, so So her um, in her adaptive business slash work style, Oops. that's what adaptive means again, um, <laughs> she is a high D and lowercase I and S. I again in influencing, um, S steady. And in her natural style, she is a high C and a high I. And so the natural style is she's very analytical. She takes calculated uh, um, moves. She really analyzes everything before she makes a move. And she's very influencing. The, the, your I is your person um, that's out there to inspire everyone so that's natural that's so naturally she is truly you know um inspiring and very analytical so the writer the, the being a book writer and a book writer of uh, uh, you know secrets uh of the, uh, of the obs- obsessed obs- obsessed yeah <laughs> um you know motivational that is what your natural style says you really are mm-hmm. your adaptive style right now says you are very dominant Mm -hmm. and you still have some the lowercase i influencing in you and the s so you tell me then why do you think at this point in your life there is a major contrast between what's natural to you and what you're doing in your business (laughs) (laughs) well one thing i will say is that the businesses have grown like crazy Mm -hmm. and the the staff is the same so having to step up and do a lot more than what normally you know Mm -hmm. you know we would do um and so i've in a lot of ways um you know just kind of the load of everything just trying to make sure that um i'm not going crazy Mm -hmm. you know and so i just think that the the load and the stress has has led to Mm -hmm just being more dominant yeah. having to make quick decisions having to because like you said my natural style is to just really take my time take a seat back and just f- reflect on what I'm going to do and now it's like no I got to make a decision got to make mm-hmm. a decision mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. And, and it makes sense one of the things I, I would say is someone who has your natural characteristics or and let me say this all of us have all four of these characteristics mm-hmm. in us at all times. We just play on some of those strengths more or some of those strengths and energies come naturally to us. They're a lot easier, you know, so you're not putting a lot of energy into writing and into books. I know it takes some time and some effort, but you writing a book is going to be a whole lot easier than me <laughs> writing a book, you know. Um, so it, it it's just going to be, it frees easily. It's natural. Yeah. It, it, it's natural. That, that dominant energy, it just means you have to, at this point in your life, you are using that dominant energy to compensate for the fact that you don't have the time mm-hmm. to really analyze and, and, and work things out the way you'd like to. Right. So quickly, I'll just say for everyone, 
the goal is to get a balance mm-hmm. I mean, and, and kind of meet those people like Glenn that their natural and their adaptive styles are a reflection of each other mm-hmm. those are normally people that love what they do yeah. because he's happy he's doing what he loves he's, he's doing, doing what, what comes across. natural <laughs> doing what comes natural and so and, and I guarantee you two three years from now we may look at him and it may be different depends on what sure. goes, going on but he's at a point in his life right now mr who's who we know why he's who's who um, <laughs> so it's because funny. it's because he's doing what comes natural and he's it. making money doing it that is a goal yeah I yep. love that's it. a goal for I all love of it. us i love it mm-hmm. all right we'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> More connected than ever before, 90% of America's students use some form of social media, but not all of it's used in a good way. Hurtful posts online are leading to social isolation for many. Psychologists say it's bullying in a brand new way. Well, beyond differences in I Keep Safe are looking to change that with ideas for students, their parents, and even teachers. Take the pledge to be kind online and learn more at wearekindonline.com. My savings are gone. Okay, where were they last? Here, right before I spent them on that vacation to Aruba. Weird. Not weird. Not saving now means no money later. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm place on a cold I want to be day. a football stadium. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to HereToListen.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. This is big business. This is the American Network. Keeping your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. All right. This week's balance challenge is to sell yourself this week. So we talked about this last hour, and it's the same challenge. So this week, I want you to find a way to sell yourself. Um, you know, you can try social media, um, have some one quick minute conver- one minute quick conversations with people, strategic conversations with a colleague. You know, whatever is going to work for you. Start where you are. And, and try to take a step forward in the self-promotion area. Do you guys have any tips or suggestions for how anybody can do that? Or I'll say, yeah. So we talked earlier about packaging yourself mm-hmm. so that you're great, you're ready for, you know, you're presenting well. Yes. What I'll say is, yes, everything, but I'm going to step back a little bit and mm-hmm. say, um, make sure that if there's anything that's lacking, if there are any areas for improvement take care of those because not only will they hinder how you present yourself but it also um in your mind you know that you're not there Mm -hmm. so i don't want you to not get started i mean get started anyway start making baby steps but for instance i uh, you know if you know that there's some additional education you need if there's some training you need if you need to lose some weight if you've got some things that you need to do um quick uh be real with yourself. Ex- mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I'm going to put this out there because this is a tough subject for people to talk about. But I met this beautiful young lady. Her teeth 
Mm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. she major mm-hmm. issues with the teeth. I mean, I'm talking about like open your mouth, you see it right away. Hard. It, it, it's mm-hmm. tough. It so, money. and she's it dynamic. Is. She's mm-hmm. smart. Um, you know. But when she was talking to people, she didn't come across confident because she's concerned about, mm-hmm. you know, her, her appearance. Right. So take care of those things. Invest in you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. invest in the education you need and invest in your appearance. And, and, and I can call me pretentious, pretentious all day. I believe it is my gift. It is my duty <laughs> to come out here and tell you to know you shouldn't only focus on your image and appearance, but it matters. It matters. And, and so those things, any anything that's holding you back from being the most confident person you can be authentically mm-hmm. right not abrasively right really. um <laughs> fix it mm-hmm. yeah fix it you heard it from me i want i would rather you be mad at me but respect and receive what i'm saying mm-hmm. you don't have to like me i'm here to help yeah um, mm-hmm. fix it and she's talking to the old Pam because the old Pam was like, I don't know. I wasn't talking. Dressing up I and all that fancy stuff. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I'm saying your types is talking to my types because yeah, okay. I, I was yeah. resistant to that whole idea. Yeah. You know, it's like, I just want to be me. Where am I? Whatever no. I want and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. yeah, but I get it. I do get it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. If you're giving a presentation, I don't care who you are. If you're wearing professional garments, um, you're a lady in a business dress or suit, man in a suit, um, you know, jacket, I always say uh, a sports coat does for a man what high heels do for a mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. You, if there's something about the way you square your shoulders when you know you look good. Mm-hmm. We speak mm-hmm. better. We carry ourselves better. Our handshake is firmer. Mm-hmm. You know, so so take care of those things. Do everything you need to make yourself the best representation uh, of yourself, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can present well. So I'm hearing self-promotion is not about just what comes out of your mouth, but it's no. also about how you present no. yourself, how you look. You're and a walking advertisement for your business. Yeah, exactly. All the time. Yeah. Even when you don't think you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a young man who was working for me for a while and he would post on Facebook and he was kind of running um, a portion of my business and he like posted something crazy on Facebook and I immediately called him I'm like what are you doing <laughs> what do you mean you're and I'm like no 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 it's not your Facebook page anymore mm-hmm. your Facebook you everything you do in public belongs right. to 220 and you're connected to 220 Absolutely. you know you got that name as your employer or yes. whatever you're doing for me I don't care if you're working an hour a day yeah don't go posting crazy stuff right. on Facebook yeah. anymore Absolutely. don't do that you are always promoting your business whether you want to or not and you've got to understand that I mean, my biggest and and don't think none of us got here like overnight. Mm -hmm. Like we've all developed wherever we are. We've developed, you know, you didn't get a Ph.D. overnight. Mm -hmm. It took work. It took research. It took planning. Mail order. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. Yeah, it took it took planning. So, you know, I used to be terrible. I used to hate taking pictures. Now that was crazy because really? I was doing events. I hate, I thought I was like the funniest looking, mm-hmm. and that came from like being very shy when I was younger, mm-hmm. like when I was in high school. So anybody reading this from high school, I'm not that way anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I was. I was very shy. I was just very self conscious, mm-hmm. um, and I'm still self conscious. I'm, but I'm more self aware now. It's yeah. a different kind of self conscious. Right. So it's right. like okay. I know how to smile. I know how to look. I had professional pictures done, and that helped me to actually develop some confidence Mm because I needed somebody that knew what looked good on me Mm because I didn't always know. And Mm -hmm. that's a good – that's a good – that was kind of my – 
breaking at, into the self-promotion world was getting professional pictures done. Mm-hmm. Like, That's oh, a great yeah, thing you know, And you know what I did? I went to um, Groupon and I found there a package go. for like $30 where they oh, just wow. do your mm-hmm. whole session and you get all the digital pictures. And I was yeah. like, whoa. That's pretty cool. It was a pretty yeah. awesome, yeah. And yeah. so if you don't know where to start, that might be. Yeah, awesome. figure out your looks. It's probably when I started the business, getting some professional pictures done was one of my first investments. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was mine too. Yeah. I didn't know you guys did. Yeah. Mine too, yeah. Same. It was fun. Great confidence. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. He was yeah. playing Kenny, um, I'm sorry, he was playing Lionel Richie the whole time <laughs> oh, in the studio gosh. like, yes. All night long. Uh, yes. <laughs> All night long. <laughs> yes. <Bye>. I'm <laughs> easy like. Okay. All right, you guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> There's a power you have within you unlike any other. You can't explain it. It's just just there. It drives you, compels you. You cannot ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch. Move. Skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. RocketSports-One.com. Marie Callender's knows that you may not have time to roll out dough for a perfectly flaky crust that's made from scratch. Or enough time to mix vegetables with all white meat chicken and a homemade gravy. She knows you may not have a moment to crimp the edges of your favorite chicken pot pie. But Marie Callender's does. And when she's done, all you need to do is find time to grab someone special. Sit down and savor. Marie Callender's, it's time to save. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to the live exchange. So, you know, we're getting close to the end. This conversation was so good. It went so fast. I know. I know. We could easily do a four-hour show. But (laughs) So um, I want to know how and what you guys have to offer to the world, and how can they reach you? Wow. Should I let me? I can go Go first. Go, Miss Okay. Okay. (laughs) Disc assessment. That's what she can offer you. If you want to know your strengths. Well, uh, I'll just say who I am. Again, I'm a, um, I am a prof- certified professional development trainer and image consultant. Um, I, well, I'll just throw this in there and say that I know a lot of people um, have been telling you out there, all of you, to follow your passion when it comes to creating a business. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do that, but the next step is finding out how your passion can meet the need of a client of a target market so while image consulting image management is my passion professional development training meets the need of my target market and i give um 
training seminars to corporations and organizations. Now, on a more personal, individual level, I also give um, coaching seminars for small business owners or ambitious professionals that want to advance their career. Um, And um, I use all of the information that I've gotten from research and my education, but I also add into my training with you and the people that I'm going into an organization. I use my own experience. Uh, one of the things I know that I have to give, have to give to clients is helping them avoid the pitfalls. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to change your name three times <laughs> the way I did. Um, there, I have an eight step process um, for my branding, whether it's business or personal branding, to walk a client through that process. And it, it's been proven. It's been guaranteed. Again, you, you're getting a blend of what's been proven, industry standards, research, education, and Your personal experience. experience. I love so, it. That's yeah, a great yeah. and then the, And those disc assessments, that has been the caveat. It's like the a- icing on the cake mm-hmm. um, to what I do. So yeah. it gives us a launching pad um, when it. I'm working with someone. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. I have nothing to offer. You have nothing. Sorry, huh? Nothing at all. I just showed up. And I got a cup. Happy about that. Got a cup. Yes. Um, this year has been in, very interesting for me because I've made the transition from kind of manager to leader. So I'm mm-hmm. used to be so hands-on, up at night, looking at numbers and everything else. And now it's more of, okay, where's the company going? Where's the vision for the company? Mm-hmm. How do I create another publishing or a wine crawl or something else mm-hmm. that's within the family of companies now. right so i'm really looking at it as a broader uh vision but what we bring to the table is you know i love helping people and that may be helping them tell their story through a book that may be helping them develop their business uh, i've done a lot of social media training like social media 101 mm-hmm. for when people are really just scared of social media and talk about how you can use it and it's and and all the wonderful things you can get out of it i'm a i'm a testament to that i met some wonderful people <laughs> through social media yeah through just reaching out i don't to even people. know how we got connected we just, I don't we were connected before kinda, you moved here yeah because yeah. of wine crawl you were on the wine crawl page oh, and then i looked okay. at your page i'm like hey she's got a show and then See? that's why we connected I love yeah it. <laughs> yeah and just teaching people that it's not that hard mm-hmm. and it's not the creepy thing you do when you introduce yourself to somebody if you do it the right way right so things like that <laughs> so not in the inbox that. like hey beautiful hey, you. <laughs> you're a doctor what kind of doctor no <laughs> just, i didn't do that I, did I have do. gotten those questions i'm sure you <laughs> So, yeah, so doing that. And then on the fun side, there's there's wine crawl. But wine crawl can be educational, too, Mm because there are people that are afraid to learn different things. Yeah. And we make this the least scary thing you could do. Because some people were like, oh, you know, I don't know anything about wine. All I know is Behringer's White Zinfandel. I'm like, you're the person I want to come. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Because you need need to to learn there's a whole different world past Behringer's and Barefoot and all those other ones, Menage a Trois and all those other (laughs) cheap brands. Uh You know, there's so much of a different world. But now we're combining it with food and we're making it educational. We're going to Napa Valley so you can see a beautiful part of the country that a lot of people have never been to. And we've done that the last two years. Yeah, I've Uh, been there as a little as a college student who didn't know what I was doing. But right, I want right. to go now as a grown. It's go. fun. Yeah, it's I want to it's grown people year. fun yeah. too. I can yeah, tell you, it's grown people fun. Yeah, I want to go. So grown yeah, <laughs> and even going, we're um, we're doing something in Vegas. I think in January where we're going, there's amazing restaurants there as well. So just teaching people about experiences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and I eventually it. want those experiences to spread across the world. We want it. We're I have a meeting this weekend about Italy, about doing a, oh a, a wine crawl in Rome. So. I want to partner with you. Yeah, so when is your, when is your next one? I've never been to a wine crawl. You've never been to a wine no, crawl? No, when's the next one? Well, I'll be in Chicago Saturday. 
Oh, that's okay. one. But we're doing a, we're doing. Um, a and we have a lot of here. listeners up in the Chicago yeah. area. I know. Actually, yes, Milwaukee. Please so. come out. So yeah, we do Chicago at least three or four times a year because that was where we started. So that's been our best market. I love it. But we're growing. Uh, we'll be in Atlanta September thirtieth, September second. I'm it was doing. September. Yeah, I'm doing a wind down September second. Uh, Self promotion. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. September second, we're teaming with like three other businesses at the Purple Corkscrew in Avondale Estates. Oh, it's nice. going to so be great. September second, so, yeah. Purple Corkscrew. Mm-hmm. September thirtieth. September thirtieth is a true wine crawl, though. Okay. What, what's yeah. happening September thirtieth? Yeah, that's the wine crawl Atlanta. So yeah. we're actually going to go to three or four places. We're still working out where the places are going to be, but there's a page on Facebook about it and everything. Anybody that wants to connect, is we'll this the sure time to? Yeah, too. make sure you share that out with people. We have a website as well, so that's what we awesome. do. But it's really fun. It's not, you know, it's it's something that you should enjoy. It's it's expanding your horizons. Yeah, too. And, and you look at it major. Yeah. yeah, and it's fun networking, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> books on wine and wanting to know more. So we'll, we'll, yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. Good. Well, um, and and I have women, wine, and wisdom coming up, which I would love. to. I just feel like there's a natural partnership mm-hmm. there with that. So we, we've got to talk about that. But Women, Wine, and Wisdom, September 16th. So if you want to be involved cool. with wine, you can be involved with wine from this weekend, <laughs> September 2nd, all the 16th, September. September 30th. You know, you've got all kinds of opportunities. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, this, so. yeah, exactly. I'm just going to get myself ready for September. Yes. Like, I'm going to be drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to kind of wrap up a little bit, um, and this is this is an expert, an excerpt from my book, Shameless Plug, but, you know, um, got to plug, got to plug. <laughs> Self-knowledge is the foundation that feeds our purpose. Um, It strengthens us with self-empowerment, inspires us to reflect, and fills us with the self-activation to do what we must to to succeed. If self-empowerment is weak, self-reflection is lacking, or self-activation is low, we must return to self-knowledge to regroup and reclaim who we are as long as we have, um, to regroup and reclaim who we are. As long as we have a solid understanding of who we are, and as long as we are embodying that self-knowledge the other three elements can thrive those elements being self-empowerment self-reflection and self-activation without self-knowledge as our frame of reference we may wander about lost frustrated and unable to trust unwilling to take risks and in this state we cannot fully realize and live out our purpose so self-knowledge is the foundation for Mm -hmm. everything else that we do being Mm -hmm. able to self-promote being able to love ourselves all of that Um, so that is my final word thank you so much for tuning in to the live exchange and for joining me today where we exchange compelling dialogue around love politics and intellect join us next Thursday from 11 11 to 1 right here on the Sensation Station where I'll be joined by two amazing fitness experts who both happen to be involved with the fight against cancer. That is Mr. Jamani Palmer of Uflex Fit and coach, personal trainer, and educator Mr. Damian Thompson. I am Dr. Pamela and remember, love yourself to life, dance confidently in the dark, and dream wildly unrealistic dreams. Have a great week.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.